The following podcast has been sponsored by Kim's Place, Oklahoma City. Studying at the FAA Academy and looking for a place to stay? Check out Kim's Place online at kimsplaceokc.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fun-filled edition of Aviation Lowdown. I'm your host, L.O., and today it's a wonderful day outside. It's cooled down finally. For those of you who heard my last episode, you're very well aware of the fact, or maybe you felt it yourself, that it was really, really hot outside. It was over 110 for the heat index, so today it's calmed down a bit. It's July 25th. And Oshkosh is currently going on. Wanted to mention to a few people out there, really appreciate some of the emails I've gotten, DMs, etc., images, videos, stories from the field over there in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. But today I have a very special guest, somebody who I've actually talked to quite a bit over the past few months. And this individual is somebody who's very creative. And yes, they're involved in aviation, they're involved in social media, and they're also involved in getting an idea to spread a real idea, something that obviously I've talked about numerous times. Today on Aviation Lowdown, it's Zach Richards, who is the owner of Fit to Fly Apparel. Zach, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Dave. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for being here. And you you told me that you were actually coming live from a very different location than you normally reside. Is that the case? Yes, that is the case. I would be at, the, uh, at Oshkosh this year, but we have a family vacation that we take. Uh, this time each summer, and I'm out in Vegas right now. So Wow, in Vegas. So are you sad you're missing Oshkosh? Because, you know, I'll be honest, I'll go right out and say it. I've actually never been to Oshkosh. I was supposed to go this year, and I didn't go. So are you feeling bummed, or are you winning the money in Vegas? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not bummed, really, because like, I'm visiting my family, and we're having a good time together. But um, it would be a very cool experience, because I haven't been out there either. You know, we're in the same boat. I was going to go this year, but our vacation lineup at the same time. So right. Well, I have had people come up to me. They're like, hey, man, you really can't call yourself an aviation person if you've never been to Oshkosh. And I'm sure there's actually some truth to that. But I have been to Sun and Fun numerous times and a bunch of different air shows. But from what I've been told, there's nothing like Oshkosh. So, hey, man, we should go sometime next year. We'll meet up next year and do that. I'm so down. Yeah. I get tons of DMs too, you know, bashing me for not going or anything. And I'm, I'm just like, I can't, man. I'm stuck. Like, you know, I would have gone... Yeah, so let's do it, man. Let's make a make a trip for it. Let's make it a thing. Okay, we already we're already we're two minutes into this. We've already decided to make a long term <laughs> event. A year from now, we're going to Oshkosh. So uh, let's make it happen. But so Zach, you uh, it's a pleasure to speak to you here. You run Fit to Fly Apparel, which obviously is an apparel brand, but it's Fit to Fly. So you're a pilot yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm working on my instrument right now. Um, I've got my private pilot. I started up. Uh, three years ago, um, got my private pond in 2018 and, you know, still working on the instrument down at Auburn university, uh, going through their flight program there. And, um, yeah, just going through their program, still working on the instrument. It's been a, been a little while because of their, you know, the curriculum down there and all the, uh, extra, you know, uh, what is it? Classes and all, all that good stuff down there. So, you know, it's, it's good fun, but you know, uh, working, working my up and you know, eventually get to the airlines at some point. That's the dream. Right. So, I mean, Auburn, great school. I've actually met a whole bunch of their students, both through social media as well as in the flesh too, at Sun and Fun and what have you. And 
there's a lot of enthusiasm, as you are very well aware of in aviation. People who do it collegiately, you're flying, you're going to classes. It's like your life. Uh, but yeah. to, it always represented something uh, besides just an aviation program. That is to say, there's other stuff to do besides just fly all day. I went to Purdue University. It was the same way. And, of course, I looked at Riddle. Great school, by the way. As much as I love to make fun of Riddle, I think it's a great program. There's a lot of great programs out there. But I always felt that schools like Auburn, like Purdue, uh, you know, they had more of that atmosphere of being at college, which I really liked. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Auburn was actually going away for a little bit. I don't know if you heard about that, but I know early 2000s or late 1990s, it was, you know, on the very verge of just, you know, being done, done. And not having the aviation program anymore because there wasn't any funding and there wasn't any pilots and there just wasn't like that flow, you know, of, you know, aviation enthusiasts that wanted to go to college for flying. So it's really cool how they got it back in. And, you know, now it's the most populated it's ever been. I'm sure you've heard about the colleges around the U.S. right now are just completely slammed with incoming freshmen who want to get their licenses and get to the airline. So that's where we're at now, which is awesome. Yeah. And lots of college kids, lots of people go into higher education and it's not cheap. You know, that's a whole separate discussion for another day. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, nevertheless, people want to make investments that are worth it. And I think going to a school like that is for me, I mean, it's very worth it. So congratulations Thank on that. Yeah. Now I got to ask also about this whole fitness thing. Because sure, that's a big sure. topic for me. I like to work out and stuff, as I've described. And you are fit to fly. <laughs> that's what yeah. you sort of express. So how did you get into that? Is there a story behind that So as there well? is, actually. Um, all right. So freshman year, I went down to Auburn to obviously be in their aviation program. But I actually went down there to also compete on the swim and dive team. Um, I was a diver for about five years beforehand. And, I mean, it's still, it's still a huge passion of mine. I love diving. But... You know, freshman year, it was it was a tough transition, man, because I'm from the north. So going down to the south, it was just a huge, huge swing in, you know, how lifestyles work. And I was doing aviation. I was diving. I was doing school. I was trying to meet new friends. Like, it was just this huge thing. And so uh, freshman year, competed the whole season on the dive team. And I just really wasn't, you know, enjoying myself. Didn't really, you know, I, I, had, I had good grades, but I had, didn't have great grades. And so I wanted to, you know kind of switch away from being, you know, solely in, uh, in athletics and just switch over to academics. And so really focus more on my flying, you know, other, other aspects of life and just, you know, maybe put this whole collegiate diving thing aside. And it was probably one of the best decisions of my life, uh, to be completely honest with you. I know I got a ton of, you know, crap for, you know, stepping away from something, you know, you know quitting. Some people said I was like quitting. And so, you know, totally get it, totally understand, like, you can't really, you know, say I didn't quit because I kind of did, but at the same time, I finished the whole season, and I realized it just wasn't for me, like, I didn't want to be on a team that I couldn't give my whole 110% to, and the coach knew that, and, you know, it was a good, it was a good step away for me, and so after that, um, I really, really got into um, watching these YouTubers, I'm sure you've heard of Christian Guzman, Rob Lipset. Ryan, all these like huge like fitness enthusiasts, YouTubers, and they're just pumping out amazing content about how you can get in shape while doing your normal life and how you can just not be, you know, 110% in fitness, you know, eating six meals a day. It can, it can just be as simple as hitting the gym for an hour, you know, having some, you know, chicken and rice, but then, you know, having a good tasty meal with your friends and family. And so I love that, man. I loved how you can just build the body that you wanted without really 
going like balls to the wall like bodybuilder style like they they they, they preach it like you know you can you can do your you can do your thing and then you can get your body at the same time so i don't know i've always grown up very skinny um all my diving career i was a stick on the board man so i was i was wanting i didn't want to look like a skinny little dweeb anymore i wanted to you know get into you know building some muscle getting a little bit better in shape and just you know looking better so I think I've heard a couple of podcasts from you. You were probably in the same boat. Like you wanted to just, you know. I used to be pretty heavy back in junior high school and high school. I was, uh, you know, pretty fat, I think, for my younger years. Like a lot of kids are. I kind of grew out of it, though. But then I really became very skinny. And I've talked before. I had somewhat of a medical issue. I had Schoeman's disease, which is actually a kyphosis curvature of the spine. It's like scoliosis. It sounds scarier than it really is, but it, it sucked. And so I had surgery to correct that in 2011 and the surgery went great and I felt amazing and I actually grew about three inches in height which is always kind of cool but one of the problems was that I had like so just no density to me at all I was like such a stick a stick fuck as my brother would say (laughs) and uh you know it was like I was like 135 pounds soaking wet and I was like 5'11 or whatever and uh the weird part about it was at that point, I had never thought about fitness or health. And my surgeon says, you know, I've done my job, but now it's up to you. The harder you work, the longer you last. And that was like eight or nine years ago. Uh, during that transition, I started working out and bulking up. And, uh, you know, you know how it is. Like you feel good, you look good. And the more you do it, the more you just want to do it. It becomes a lifestyle. And so that's a little bit about how I can relate to that for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's an addiction to just see some results and then want to keep going because there was – many years in my life where I would lift for, for diving and for the sports that I was doing. And I was literally staying the exact same. Like I'd perform better. Like my, my, my athletics were getting better, but I was just getting any like noticeable differences in how I looked or like how I, how I felt right. even. So right. once I started to crack down on what really mattered, you know, like calorie intake, lifting heavy and just all that good stuff, you know, I started to see some really good changes and it, it happened so quickly. And so that that turned into a, pretty hard addiction um fresh or sophomore year sophomore year so yeah now i'm going to junior year and i'm still loving the gym and loving flying so yeah wings and weights baby it's funny yeah wings and weights i like that it's a good idea it's funny (laughs) because i have two younger brothers and uh you know one of them works out a little bit but you know i've got like five six days a week and stuff and i was never in good shape i'm i'm very not athletic at all i was always uh, more of a music and technology kind of a guy but i have gotten in good shape in the past few years and you know it's funny because i feel like some people would kill me if i said this but it's really true the way you look and you hold yourself with respect to muscle mass or what have you people just treat you differently it's so odd like because to me all i've really changed my personality is the same and my character is the same but like at a bar for example people like they give you seats or like people like like oh how they come to you quicker it sounds so weird man but like how you look it it does play into how people really like react to you and uh no absolutely absolutely it's, it's one of these things where again it kind of rides on that line of being uncomfortable to talk about but i can just so vividly remember being like, you know, this kind of a lost feeling kind of guy, I feel like I don't really fit in. I don't really fit in my clothes well. And now it's today, it's, you just feel more confident. And that's so important for overall health, both mental and physical. And so, yeah, it's an addiction, but it's a healthy one at that, you know? So I totally get it. Well, going, going off, yeah, man, going off what you said, I mean, I think the bigger picture is, you know, when you see someone that's in like better shape than the average person, 
you almost want to like know what they did. You almost want to just like find out how they did it. So I've actually found it so interesting. I've over the past like year or so, I mean, just my close friends and family, they've been asking me a lot of questions like, Hey, how'd you do this? Like, how'd you like change how you looked in just like a year? And like, I mean, I, I want to say, I love that because I do, because it, it allows me an opportunity to just help people. And it literally just feels unbelievable. Just give someone like a quick piece of knowledge, like, Hey, instead of this, like try this. And so like, past couple months or so i've had a bunch of people you know just you know send me dms on instagram like hey like you know i'm i'm trying to get like look better i want to change my lifestyle i want to change my attitude and i'm like yes like this is what this is what what i'm looking for i want want to i want to hear this so yeah i did the interview with uh fernando for uh his you know fit aviators club and stuff and like we got like so many messages and he's a great guy too you should really uh, get to know him if you don't already but uh well he yeah he actually he's he's, we got a partnership with him for fizz of fly actually he's a he's a good i didn't even know yeah he's like a little yeah he's a little sponsored athlete for that's cool (laughs) yeah that's cool so yeah but (laughs) the community is really real and so and and by the way absolutely now shift the shift and talk a little bit about your actual business and the apparel side of it but before we do that i just want to say the community aspect of fitness and aviation is huge i always talk about that so you know social media instagram you read sometimes these people out there who would critique it and say it's all a bunch of shallowness because everyone's taking these selfies and taking you know and for sure, there's a certain element of that type of people who, you know, maybe they would go out and just do it because it makes them feel better. It's not, I mean, I guess there's some psychological utility in that, but it's not really the most, you know, beneficial and healthy thing. It's sort of a band-aid. But then the community aspect, that is a real therapeutic thing. That is a real thing. That's not uh, fake, you know. So there's a real community in social media, and I think aviation and fitness both play into that. 100%. Sure. And that's that's essentially, I think, what Fernando's trying to do and essentially what we're trying to do. And so in me, mm-hmm. you know, I actually connected with uh, Fernando a couple months ago. We're, I mean, we were still trying to find our feet, and I, I'm pretty sure he was too. But, you know, his his idea was to, like, build that community of, you know, aviation and fitness enthusiasts who want to just, like, look better and, you know, get in shape. And so we're kind of doing the same thing, I mean, with Fit to Fly. Mm-hmm. So when we found him, we were like, you know, this is, this is fitting us this is like fitting our niche like pretty well like we want to we want to do something together and just like collaborate and you know build right. a community like build a community in aviation where like people want to look like better because you know we're, we're kind of getting the topic you know like aviation is not the most like sexy thing in the world anymore you see pilots they, they're walking in with a donut in their left hand and a soda in their right yeah. you know it's, it's unfortunate but i think it's fernando and i yeah we're, tr- we're trying to you know we're trying to bring it back like the the top gun top gun vibe of you know right. You know what You're I mean? supposed to be sexy alpha males, guys. What's <laughs> happening out there, you know? But yeah. uh, but hey, yeah. by the way, it does remind me, and I always bring this up, but there is a book that I'm reading. It's uh, Wings of Deceit, uh, and that book deals with health and being a pilot and how – and I mentioned this in my previous podcast too, not even just the workout and the fitness aspect, but all realms of health, how piloting – and air traffic control, or really anybody in this safety critical job, their health is really important. You can Absolutely. actually lose your job if you're not maintaining your health. And yet people don't always pay attention to their health. In fact, a lot of times they will do it in spite of the fact that, you know, maybe they should get help because they just don't want to get in trouble, you know? Uh, right. Well, see, the re- I mean, I like, I feel like people, you know, put health on that back burner until it gets to the point where they need to put it on the front burner. And this is something that I'm actually kind of grateful for because, you know, from the start, I had, you know, a very serious condition where I had to make sure that my, 
um, that my fitness was up to date because I couldn't, I couldn't pass a medical, you know, just as easily as anyone else. So the fact that I can get on the treadmill, do their tests and like perform way better than the average person, is just another way for me to, you know, prove to them that I'm, I'm fit to fly, you know, you're fit so, to fly. Hey, yeah. if, you do, if you don't mind, uh, what condition did you have? I mean, you don't have to get too heavy into it, but I'm just kind of curious. Sure, sure. So I have a, yes, I was born with a, a heart defect called Tetralogy of Fallot. Um, I was basically born with a, a um, I wasn't born with a valve. I think it's in my, one of, one of the chambers of my heart. And so um, I, had, I had to get open heart surgery twice. And um, I recently got a procedure done, I think, Five years ago, they did a uh, they did a cast, so they went through the artery in my right leg. Um, it's a mm-hmm. insanely new thing that they're doing. It's you know advances in science, and so they didn't have to cut me open for that one. And turnaround was really quick, but yeah, so I got like a gnarly scar wow. going down my chest. Uh, I've had my like sternum broken open, and it's been a it's been a ride. But I mean, I'm feeling great. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm able to do everything with no limits, like no restrictions can lift as hard as I want. I can hit the roller coasters. I can fly airplanes. So it's, uh, Hell yeah, it's not, hold, man. not holding it's me back. Like me, I got the two metal rods down my spine, which I was terrified to have that done because I feel, oh, I'm not going to be able to lift more than two ounces the rest of my life. And, uh, you know, I've been able to continually better myself every month, keep them better and better. But, uh, you're, that's inspiring, man. Heart problems are, they're never a joke. They're never any fun. I know. Yeah. And, uh, you're inspiring just to share that story. I had no idea. So congratulations on excelling, uh, in spite you. of something that may have otherwise discouraged many people. Thank you. And uh, I think my blood pressure went up just hearing about the scars, by the way, the, uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> It's a good, it's a good uh, lesson, though. You know, a lot of times I do find that some people who have had some setbacks, be it in health or otherwise, they do excel in spite of it. So yeah. congratulations uh, on that. It's the chip on the shoulder, man. Like when someone tells you you can't do something, you just want to do it like a thousand times. So Oh, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's man. I mean, that's really what it's about. <laughs> and, I, and I hate to bring up the, the philosophical argument of it, but uh, it, it's, it's sort of why I d- denounce a little bit that whole like nihilistic view of like, what's the point? Because, dude, if you have something that is ailing you or giving you trouble or just pissing you off, you know, that's like, to me, it's like the seeds of all human improvement. I mean, nothing good has ever happened when people don't have things to worry about. People go fucking crazy if they don't have something to deal with. Now, admittedly, yes. I mean, does (laughs) it suck sometimes, dude? Yeah, it really sucks sometimes. But it's kind of like in those moments of discouragement and in those moments of suckiness where – you could have the seed of a brilliant comeback and an amazing opportunity. So, uh, yeah, I think that you've done that, by the way, with your apparel brand. So talk to us about that. How did you cross over to selling apparel? Yeah, so, I mean, quick switch, right? So freshman year, dove on the dive team and then um, quickly switched into fitness and just getting into shape. And then um, I actually – so I met my friend, real good friend at Auburn. His name is Robert. Uh, we met at the rec center and, you know, it's funny. Uh, we talked about this a little earlier, but I basically went up to him and I was like, Hey, Robert, like, I, I didn't know his name. I was like, Hey, man, like, you have a awesome physique. I want to know how you did it. And I was just, cause I'm a very introverted person. So this was very, very not like me. I just like, cause this dude was jacked. And so I wanted to know, cause I wanted to get big too. And so he was the most kind person. He was super outgoing. He was like, Yo, like, let's hit a workout. Let's talk. Let's get Chipotle. And so, you know, from then on, we've been best buds. And 
um, him and his girlfriend have, like are, are the, the fit couple of like Auburn. So it's really cool how I'm like, you know, <laughs> like I was looking up to these guys. Yeah, like, the king and queen of fitness. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> so yeah, so we, we became real good friends after that. And I mean, after just a little bit, like he, he was really into, you know, Christian Guzman and all those guys too, like, you know, the, the fitness enthusiasts. And so we, we had some, some big, big dreams ahead of us and we wanted to be like them. And, um, I came up with this deal one day. I was, I was driving to dinner. So like, I was just thinking there, there really isn't much going on in the aviation industry. At least, at least what I knew of that was kind of like a, like a brand, like for pilots, like you don't, you don't just go into a, I mean, you go into the rec center and you, you see Nike, you see Gymshark, you see, um, see Alphalete, you see all these like brands and like that, these are brands for fitness. There's no brand for aviation. There's no like front line logo that people see when you're, when you're at an airport. And I wanted to make something that could basically take that spot. And as far as I'm concerned, where there isn't many people making like premium pilot clothing or something that fits like very, very well and looks very, very good. So um, when I pitched the idea to Robert, it was it was almost like we wanted to kind of combine, you know, our two loves, fitness and aviation. He's he's not like aviation, dude. He's actually all fitness. So um, I was kind of like the aviation aspect of it. So we wanted to combine the two and make, you know. Fitness, feeling, clothing for pilots. And that's where fit to fly apparel came from. And you go, I gotta say, too, as, some, as you're telling me this, I'm looking through the, the Instagram. By the way, it's uh, fit to fly apparel as the handle here. Uh, your logo is really cool. Thank it's you. really badass. Yeah. I, I obsess about logos. And one of my good friends, Derek Rogers, is just an incredible graphic designer and he was the one who sort of introduced me to the whole world of like vector graphics and stuff. And, you know, with my previous page, ATC memes, I really sort of dabble with that too. And so like, I love the idea of seeing a logo and just quickly knowing what it's about. When I see yours fit to fly, I'm like intrigued immediately. So congratulations on the logo. It does its job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. If, I think it fits us pretty well. And I, I've seen like, uh, like radar context clothing. Um, I mean, I know you're not a part of them anymore, but they make they make some cool stuff. But it's it's um it's like the typical aviation clothing that you'd see. It's like kind of nerdy. It's kind of you know out there. It's just like uh it's like the same like the the typical aviation clothing that you'd see. So we wanted to make something a little bit different, something that was a little bit more like minimalistic. You know, cool it down with like the huge designs. If Ben Francis was a pilot, a founder of Gymshark, uh, what would he have done? It's kind of a saying, not to say that, you know, we're all copying ideas, but there's the sharing right, right. of the the sharing of the propagation, I guess, for lack of a better term, that you have this idea and you want to get it out there. And so, like, yeah, fit clothing for aviators, like, doesn't exist. And then you come along. Let's yeah, make no, it happen. Seriously. You know? That's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> so how is it... Uh, how has it been going? How's business? And do you guys do stuff for girls and guys? I know from previous experience, Absolutely. the women in aviation are really ignored sometimes. And uh, that's not cool. You know, we can't forget about the ladies, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. No, seriously, no. We got probably more pieces for women than men, actually. So we are definitely including both sides. Um, yeah, we're only a year. We're not even a year old. <laughs> we're not even a year old. Um, started up in. You're not even out of the womb yet in terms of small business, so. I know, I know. We we started. Uh, we opened our doors November seventeenth, uh, twenty eighteen, mm -hmm. and you know it's been a hell of a ride, man. Like I've been loving every minute of it. Like we have, 
I've learned more from this than I have in any class I have taken at Auburn. Like, I feel like, seriously, I feel like I could, I mean, don't tell my parents, I want, I could like leave college. I feel like I would, you know, just keep learning more in this business than I would at my class. If they're listening on the podcast, sorry, mom and dad, Uh, (laughs) stay in school, kids. That's our public service announcement. Stay in school. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, yeah, that's just how it goes, man. And so it's been... It's been so fun. I've been meeting incredible people. I've gotten connected with you. I've gotten connected with like Fernando, dozens of other people in the aviation industry that really know what they're doing. And it's just incredible to see how like quickly things can move nowadays because trying to do this 20 years ago would have been, you know, it wouldn't have happened. Like the technology is just so unbelievable to me, like how quickly I can get in touch with someone from Paris or from LA or just like sitting in my Anywhere. bedroom i can connect with yep. so many people and it's just unbelievable man so we, we are yeah. we are we are on the rise i mean we're still so new and long ways to go we got tons of new products that are coming next like five years we have a huge long-term plan but it's yeah it's gonna be fun man and i mean i'm very intrigued to see where it goes and it's just been fun like i've just been loving it the networking aspect is such a mind fuck i mean if you think about social media to uh, use a cliche but very relevant term I think of the stuff that I've done and can speak from experience, but, you know, I mean, let's look at the social media aspect. Uh, I met my wife on Tinder, okay? I met my past business partners through Facebook and through an even older site, uh, StuckMike.com. You guys may have known about StuckMike.com. I actually met some people through there. Uh, The people who I've had networks with for air show opportunities and retail opportunities. Uh, Just a few months ago, I was at the Jones Beach Air Show on um, up on the announcer stand, and to my left is Rob Ryder, probably one of the most famous air show announcers in history, and to the right is Steph Strickland, who's the host for the Grunt Style Air Show Majors. And I'm looking to my left, looking around, I'm thinking the only thing wrong with this picture is that I'm in it, you know? <laughs> and these are opportunities that I've been sort of, I, I don't see myself as being somebody who like went out and did that. I just think that like the cultivation of just putting stuff out there can have amazing things that it creates yeah Uh, you have to be a little brave and really kind of willing to put up with a little bit of ridicule as captain joe so yeah yeah, (laughs) demonstrated he well captain joe said i've never had anybody come up to me in person and say some of the things they say to me on social media 100 (laughs) percent. you know what's your experience with that well i mean i so far you know knock on wood my experience with social has been pretty darn good i have you know, I've gotten a lot of crazy DMs. I've gotten a lot of great DMs. But, I mean, I think if you use social media in the way it's, like, really meant to be, like, you should have no limits to who you can get in touch with and who you can collaborate with. Because it's I'm, I'm a very introverted person, and I'm starting to realize that the older I get. And so putting myself, like, just rent, like just going up to someone and be like, hey, like, my name is Zach. Like, you know, what, what is your name? Like, that's just like not me. So like when I get on social, it's quick, it's moving, it's always fast. So when I see someone that I'm, you know, intrigued by, like maybe there's someone that fits the fits of fly niche and I want to collaborate with them. I just send them a DM without even blinking. Like it just happens like that. The aspect of removing some of that, uh, let's just call it like a social anxiety of approaching somebody in the flesh and having a DM. Uh, by the way, I've been there. I know what that's like. A lot of people wouldn't really realize this, but I myself, uh, I would actually consider myself to be pretty introverted. A lot of people would say that's bullshit, Dave, but it's true. I actually, 
in my moments of recharge, I tend to, uh, I read a lot. I don't know if you guys can probably tell, but I, I like reading. And so I actually would much rather prefer sometimes to like curl up alone instead of going to a crazy party. But social media has allowed me to stand for something, I think in a bigger realm and you as well. So congratulations because you, I would have no idea. And that's not to say that introversion is bad, by the way, there's a lot of good things to introversion, but I would have no idea that you would not feel comfortable approaching. No, somebody. no. Like, I mean, you actually came to me, you know? And so that I'm like, you've actually been very, uh, very reliable in terms of uh, the communication. So <laughs> social media acts as a sort of help. Yeah, seriously. I mean, like, how did I get to you? I, I, I emailed you. I didn't, you know, I mean, if I saw you and like Oshkosh or like some air flying event, I probably would have came up to you and because I, I saw your face on radar or ATC memes for, you know, past couple of years because I followed ATC memes for a while. And so I, I knew who you were and I, I actually really wanted to get in touch with you back in like December of 2018. And I'm pretty sure, funny story, I'm pretty sure I sent you guys like my design ideas for fit to fly and like I was like trying to, you know, get in with you guys, and I'm pretty sure you just left me on red. Did it? Oh, well, drink. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, like seriously. <laughs> I think we so, had like at one point we had I over thought, ten thousand you know, on reds or something crazy like that. So my bad. Really? Holy, yeah. fr- holy cow! You know, you're good. You're good. I, I totally get it. Yeah. And um, yeah. So it was, it was like, you know, well, these guys are, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're too big for us, so we gotta we gotta try again later on. And I mean, we kept pushing. So I, I got in touch with Fernando first, and then he gave me your email. So that's. I mean, that's how we got the end with you. Yeah, he's but, the man. He's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, he, <laughs> for those listening, uh, let's say you've been listening so far 20, 30 minutes, and you're really intrigued by this stuff. Uh, he's a great guy, by the way, easy to talk to, and talks a great game. But what if I want to check out some of this stuff for myself and buy it? Where can I go? Do you guys have a website, storefront? Yeah, yeah, fitsofflyapparel.com. Um, yeah, you can follow us, and we're, we're on every social media. We're going to start YouTube in the fall, but... Yeah, all of all of our tags are fit to fly apparel, um, one word with no numbers, and yeah, fitsflyapparel.com is uh, where we're currently working out. We're trying to get in, you know, a couple stores, couple couple booths at some air shows. We'll probably be at Oshkosh next summer, but yeah, a lot of. A lot of things coming for physical locations, but right now it's all e-commerce. Yeah, like I said, I mean, next year at Oshkosh, let's uh, let's certainly meet up and uh, do something too. I think it'd be Absolutely. really kind of cool. I've had a number of people actually, including one vendor, uh, ask me, "Hey, maybe you can do a remote podcast at things like Sun and Fun or things like Oshkosh." I'm like, "Hell yeah!" You know, I'm a huge audio nerd and I love bringing stuff out, and that would be kind of cool. And uh, you can sell stuff at the booth yeah. too. Maybe we can sort of, uh, you know. I don't know the legality of that. Sometimes they don't let you split boots. But nevertheless, we will get together and we'll make it happen, man. Oh, yeah. It'd be kind of cool. I am super pumped for that. Yeah. And hey, I mean, you're 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 fit to fly, man. We need to hook you up with some gear yeah, for I, sure. I, I would totally wear it, by the way. I would absolutely wear it. You know, I, I tend to uh, look a little sloppy in the gym, though. I don't really care about my hair. And so You see some of these girls, they got like, you know, the fake lashes and the whole bit. I'm like, damn, you know, I don't spend that much time like, getting myself. I have to get out the, like I said, the Kino flow lights and the cameras and everything. And my the guy who owns my gym's like, what the hell are you doing, man? But I'm like, I don't care. They know me well. They'll let me do whatever. I got to get some photo shoots over yeah, there, you know? Yeah. But that would be cool. For sure. Yeah. The, the, I mean, I can see girls uh, like treating the, the gym like the club. They get ready. They make their fruity drinks. They get over and they, mm-hmm. they make sure their hair is looking good throughout the whole time. And, you know. Dude, <laughs> I, I've actually correlation. Done, yeah, like I've done photo shoots for fitness stuff because I'm a photographer in the side. I don't claim to be like, you know, a good one, but I've I've learned quite a bit. A lot of the old radar contact sure. images and stuff I've taken and I think some of them are kind of cool. 
Um, but the community of like, if you go to model mayhem, for example, or if you go to Instagram, the community of people who are like fit and I need a good photographer is unbelievable. Like if I didn't, if I didn't have enough distraction in my life with all the stuff I'm doing already, I would just entirely focus on fitness photography because it's like a billion dollar oh, industry. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. It is, it is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I, so I totally relate. Cause I mean, I'm on, I'm on Instagram trying to, you know, get my gym picks up and you know, it can be a struggle, man. Like, yeah. come on. Like, I could I could use a personal photographer that's just right by my side that gets the best angle. It's a, Yeah. It's my a brother, man. he's a big fan of a lot of these YouTube gurus. He loves, uh, oh, what the hell? Uh, what, what's that guy's name? Uh, Gary V. He loves Gary V. Gary V, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't believe he hasn't come up yet. I know. Gary V, man. Like, I love his videos. Like, he, he's, yeah, he's one of my, one of my big um, inspirations. And apart from where I get a lot of my business ideas from. Right. So, he, he's... And yeah. he uh, awesome. was also speaking, I think maybe Ty Lopez brought it up, but my brother, Mark, he said, Dave, you know what you should do? And not really to me, but he's like, you know what some of these influencers should do? And I don't like like claiming to be called an influencer, but he said, you guys just hire a photographer to just follow you around because like, you know, the whole idea Seriously. of the bandwagon effect, like I swear to God, man, you could be nobody. And if you just hire a photographer for a few thousand bucks or a few hundred bucks or whatever, just to follow you around Oshkosh, dude, you would amass a mob. People would be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of true. I mean, more so on that, like, yeah. like you just put like those, those pictures on every social media platform, like, the, the the way things move, I've talked about already, you can become a nobody into a somebody just like in the blink of an eye nowadays. Dude. Like just yeah. a little bit of network here, a little bit of photos here, it's, it boom, snap. I mean, That's how it works. The, <laughs> uh, the social engineering aspect of social media is very real. And it's so funny you mentioned that because yeah. there was a book and it was called uh, Under the Influence, How to Basically Fake Being an Instagram Influencer. And it was written by this uh, this guy on under the influence i'm gonna find out people listening should really read this book because if you're actually <laughs> legit the key the key typing oh you can yeah i have this big ass mechanical keyboard i love yeah yeah, yeah that? that's fine yeah. my my, my yeah. old gamer ways will never go away here it is it's by trey ratcliffe and so i think people if you're authentic like you are like i hope to claim to be even if you have a legitimate following you really should read this book because it opens up the realism of how screwed up so many of these things on social media are and how it really is easy to kind of fake your way. It's called Under the Influence, How to Fake Your Way into Getting Rich on Instagram. But I just recently read that book. I was on vacation in Cape Cod. And what the guy does is he takes like an A and a B and he made the same profiles. But one, the A was like the control and he just tried to organically grow it. You know, and the B, sure, he buys sure. a bunch of fake stuff and he buys a bunch of, uh, he makes like a thousand fake comments. And, you know, he's, and it's not expensive. He only paid a few hundred bucks, I think, to really begin that fakery. Yeah. But yeah. like by the end of the experiment, the A one has like, you know, a few hundred followers and the B one has thousands and it was getting all these like requests to be a sponsor and all this stuff, an influencer. Really? It's a great book. I couldn't recommend it enough. Wow. Yeah. Trey Radcliffe. So one of the, wow. yeah, another one. I, mean, I, I can totally believe that. Yeah. yeah. Totally believe that. So. Like, that's just how it works. And, you know, I've been in the same kind of boat. I mean, like seeing, yeah, it's hard to tell nowadays because Instagram is almost getting to the point where it's like almost impossible to tell, like with fake and real followers. Mm-hmm. And so it's, 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 it's really a challenge for, I mean, businesses and companies around the world to just try and single out the ones that are the real ones. And yeah. I think, the reason, so, I mean, moving into YouTube a little bit, YouTube is almost just going to, like, have zero competitors because they're they're the 
they're the reason that like influencers are able to like kind of continue on if they're like real, like the real influencers, because they can talk to the camera. No one else is doing it for them. It, it can't, you can't fake a video. Like you can fake a picture. Uh, my brother, he goes by the name Rare Bear. He's a music producer. He's worked with guys like Fora and his music is actually like the bumper music for NPR. So this guy's doing some real cool stuff and he's actually gained most of his influence and clientele through YouTube. Really? And he okay. always tells me, Dave, man, YouTube's where you got to go. He says that there's a huge community of creators and a huge community of people who are looking to get out there. And I think of aviation, obviously. There's so many great aviators. I mean, look at Captain Joe. The guy's got over one and a half or something, 1.1 million yeah. subscribers. Like, that's not yeah. even a number to me. It just makes it up after a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't get back into YouTube myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing – absolutely. I'm seeing you, Aviation Lowdown, getting on YouTube very soon when you can have, like, a physical location with – people coming in person because this is this is going to turn into a podcast where people are going to want to be on it. So you're going to have a lot of people that want to be on the show and come like to you. So I think you can really make mm -hmm. it big on YouTube if you slide over there real soon. I have to brag because I just bought a new house and the house was kind of a mess we moved in because we didn't do any work to it. And now it's like really coming together. And I have to brag. This room I'm talking to is amazing. I have my own home office. I have mounted LED lights and everything. Oh, and I got yeah. posters up and the green screen and I got the, you know, the Oralex foam and everything. So I'm actually like, this is a, the first time in my life I've had a real creative space. And yeah, I think to make that sort of your home base and you should do the same as well. If you don't have a creative thinking area, you need one. Yeah. Yeah. You need a spot for the flight simulator too. Don't forget about that. <laughs> yeah. The, I have the, the full motion 787 sim is in my garage. Uh, it doesn't work and I bought it on eBay. Uh, <laughs> I need a power supply for that. Love it. Yeah. Love but, it. Hey man, it's been a pleasure to speak to you and to speak to you about your project. Again, this is Zach from Fit to Fly Apparel, a pilot guy who's into fitness and a guy who's certainly into sharing the love of fitness and aviation crossing over as his apparel and his projects. Uh, by the way, there's something yeah. also you should know. Uh, how old are you? I am, I'm 19 today, but it's funny because you're actually, we're doing this podcast on my birthday. I'm turning 20 today. So <laughs> we, uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't mention that. I'm like, I have to ask him if it's his birthday today. Congratulations. Happy Thank birthday. You. Thank you very much. Uh, Don't sing, but <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's funny how we line this up. Yeah, I won't sing. Don't worry. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. And uh, RIP to your teenage years. Uh, it's still getting better. Don't worry. It starts to decline when you're about uh, 22. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, uh, I feel like I'm I'm 31. I'm uh, I'm still on the upswing, man. I feel like I'm getting better at everything now. I don't know when it turns around. Maybe like it does, watch, it, man. Probably it tomorrow doesn't turn around. Don't like, don't put that in your mind. Yeah, see, that's the right that's the right inspiration right there. But no, I agree with that. Every day, if you're not waking up and trying to improve one aspect of your life, uh, you should reevaluate. You know, every day you wake up, you're competing against yourself. Yesterday, that's the way I go forward. Absolutely, that's the healthiest way to approach it. You're gonna have Absolutely. bad days too because yeah. that's all normal, you know. But people like you inspire me and make us reflect on uh what's important obviously your health pretty damn important so any uh final words well i mean i was gonna say like we we need to hit a workout or something sometime like we are gonna start on youtube we need to we need to do all these like yeah. we, we have a lot in common you know what i mean so <laughs> we're, we, we we do we got yeah, some cross promotions up, uh, next summer but yeah know? um i mean last last notes we um i mean the biggest takeaway i think i've gotten at least from the last couple years of starting fits flies just you know, don't be afraid to just put yourself out there because that's essentially how I got into all these different, you know, opportunities. Um, I met my best friend just by going up mm -hmm. to him in the gym and saying hi. 
Um, I mean, I got in contact with you by going up to people on social media and, you know, networking. So, I mean, to anybody out there that's, you know, trying to branch out, you know, start something new, get into a new um, aspect of their life, just, you know, put yourself out there a little more. Try and say hi, try and meet new people and just get new yeah. uh, perspectives, you know, travel, meet some, meet some people around the world right. who have maybe a different eye on things, different approach to life and just, you know, you know, try, try new things. Keep on with it. Well, thank you so much for being on Aviation Lowdown. And once again, guys, fittoflyapparel.com. It's Fit to Fly Apparel. For all of you who like to be fit and like to fly and uh, wear apparel when flying, hopefully you don't do it naked, but you wear some sort of apparel, please visit Fit to Fly Apparel on Instagram. And of course, the URL, fittoflyapparel.com. Zach, it's been a pleasure, man. And we'll talk to you real soon. I look forward to working with you in the future. Getting together and working out, too. Thank you, man. It was a pleasure. Yeah, seriously, we got a lot to go, a lot to do. Enjoy right. Vegas and enjoy being 20, okay? Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks, man. It was a real pleasure. You bet. We'll talk soon. All right. See you, man. Bye. That was Zach from Fit to Fly Apparel, Fit to Fly Apparel on Instagram, and fittoflyapparel.com. As always, guys, LO at aviationlowdown.com. Looking forward to all those emails and uh, semi-rosh-kosh updates. Plenty where that came from. We'll be back later this week.